We're, uh, this is the panel that you've all been waiting for. We made it. <laughs> the right. cheer is great. Um, my name is Chris. I am, I'm the roller skater. I, uh, I'm your host through this glorious evening. What we're going to do right now is we're all going to introduce ourselves to you, tell, uh, tell you a little bit about ourselves. Um, and then once that's done, I'm going to ask some questions and we're just going to roll. So uh, it'll be fun. Uh, so since I've already introduced myself, let's go to Morrison. Oh, hi. I'm uh, Morrison Ketty. I'm an actor and a developer for TV and film. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> oh, the podcast. Sorry, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast right now. It's a D&D podcast, so it's super cool. Um, it's, uh, yeah, we all, it's a bunch of my actor friends play Dungeons and & Dragons, and um, yeah, we play in character. And it's called Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. So <laughs> it's very silly. <laughs> and we did a we did a, a live show here a couple uh, probably a month ago. It was amazing. So, it was awesome. Yeah, I was in the was audience. So much part. fun. It was great. Yeah. That's a really cool name, by the way. I like the name of the podcast. Oh yeah, it's absurd. <laughs> you thought I was talking about your name. Yeah, I was hoping, but no. <laughs> I'll take I'll take either. <laughs> You wanna, oh, it just yeah. seemed like a natural transition. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm Mary Basmajian. I'm a stand-up comedian, actress, director, producer, writer. I've been doing stand-up comedy for 10 years now. Um, I started doing a little bit more Armenian-type sketch videos on Vine when it was still around um, and Instagram. And about six years ago, I started doing that. So the Armenian uh, following kind of grew. I produced my own comedy show at Flappers in Burbank called Armenian All-Stars. The next one is April 2nd. Get your tickets now. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I hope to soon start an awesome podcast here, too. It's really great. Thank you so much. Right on. It was free podcasts for everyone, wasn't it? Wasn't that, right. the, that was the deal, right? That's what I thought. We free, all get a podcast. Free beer. Get, okay, free beer. perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, I'm Donald Skeen. I'm a TV host. I do food shows, cookery shows. Um, I'm a food writer. I do cookbooks and YouTube and Instagram and all the things. So a uh, man of many hats and certainly a master of none. Um, <laughs> but uh, I try, I try. <laughs> So I am uh, Ryan White. I am the U.S. product specialist for Rode Microphones and an audio engineer. I've uh, done anything from uh, music, my passion on that, so recording drums and guitars and everything like that, to uh, now very heavy in the podcast space. And for my day job, I travel the U.S. and teach on all of this gear. So, Right on. Um, so how, I'm, how I was thinking I'm going to do this, um, we have five people up here talking about um, how, they, how they make content and how how a piece would be successful. So I'm just going to ask questions and I'd love you guys to just jump in um, and answer them. And the first question I want to ask is what makes a piece of content successful? The likes. Literally. I mean, I hate to. Sometimes I think like something is really funny. It's great. I, it had all the things and it's teaching something, but it just doesn't get the same amount of likes. Uh, still good content, but, you know, it's usually the likes that um, really decide for me. I try not to look at the numbers, though. It really screws with you, especially as a creator. I feel like just create what you like and, you know, hopefully the likes will come. Mm. 
I mean, for me, it's always been to kind of create content that serves a purpose. And I suppose from a food perspective, it always is like teaching. So from a teaching perspective, it's always what is the person going away with at the end of watching, you know, a YouTube video or, you know, reading a recipe so that they really feel like they can actually create something off the back of it. So that's kind of where we've always come from, from content creation. But uh, it does change. And certainly the worst part and the worst kind of pitfall you can find is following an algorithm and following, especially YouTube, Jesus Christ, it is <laughs> painful because, you know, you, you get told it to do long form and then you get told. So actually what you said, Mary, is exactly spot on. And that's what we've after five years of being on YouTube is like coming back to just create what you want to create and hopefully the audience will follow follow suit. So yeah. that's my take on it. Yeah, I don't I agree with all of that. And the only thing I'd add is if, if the vision that I have or whoever whoever I'm creating something with has um, is the same as what the audience receives, then I think that's uh, successful for me. Like, oh, they're they're getting what I tried to put out there. So cool. That worked. Mm -hmm. Trying to do what you love just because you love it. We were talking about this earlier. Um, so much of creating content is just wanting to actually do it because it's hard enough to just push record anyway, that if you love doing it, it's going to kind of resonate. After that, you got to kind of narrow it down to exactly who you're talking to when you do it. Is it somebody trying to cook or is it somebody trying to learn audio? Because that's the same thing as you were saying for audio. Uh, nobody's ever called me to ask me to be a part of their podcast except for to make their audio better. Better. So, <laughs> you know, how, how can you help and be a part of it, you know, in that way? Um, do just do, do likes... Do uh, does everyone look at the likes? Or does that does that guide kind of? Of course, as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes I think sense. it validates a little bit. Does it? does success vary by platform? Does certain do like can you gauge your success um, in different platforms differently? I think it. I mean, it's for me personally, it's very different because like a lot of ours is food content, so we post just food images on Instagram, whereas YouTube are seven minute pieces of content that show from start to finish how to cook something. Um, but yeah, it's definitely. I mean, the depressing part is when it you know it doesn't get what you've you've expected it to get, and I think with any piece of content, you're gambling and you're kind of putting your best foot forward, but you know, as much as you can plan. And, you know, like, for example, I put up a delicious salted caramel thing, but then I put up a video of me um, pretending to give birth the night my, my wife gave birth. And that gets like <laughs> 10,000 likes versus 3,000 likes. And you're like, that is just so depressing because the amount of time it takes to create a recipe, develop it, test it, photograph it, you know, versus me pretending to be an ass. Probably like my wife is giving birth. It's probably a little bit to go into that too. Anything unique that just, you know, and it might be just as organic is all of that <laughs> this is it. And, you know that's the thing like I think you do have to kind of be a little you know you can get so caught up with what the content has to be but then something that like flips it and changes it and shows and actually shows a bit of heart and warmth and being yourself like you were kind of saying you yeah. know uh, I definitely think that that helps for sure and on youtube a lot of the drama channels are thriving so things that are drama or just messiness like i feel like sometimes negative things get more views yes because people <laughs> people like to watch train wrecks <laughs> they have you seen nikocado avocado like youtubers no um but like <laughs> no i know because he's terrible but like it's it's just it's that messiness that gets that thing or i mean 
you know, you want to talk about food and YouTube? Let's talk about mukbangs. Mm-hmm. Mukbangs originated in Korea in 2010. It always sounds a bit filthy. I always yeah. hear right. mukbang. Right? <laughs> what is a mukbang? It's what is a mukbang? Basically, a person eating a copious amount of food oh, on yeah. camera. Mm. I Huge. swear, they're making money eating on camera. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. Where that's, do I sign up? Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? Um, and it's just, it, it gets millions of views. Mm-hmm. I've been talked off many mukbang lo- ledges as we talk about what content to create next, <laughs> which I'm very glad. <laughs> yeah, determine right. determine yeah. what content you're going to create. Yeah. Just yeah. Stay, stay in that lane. But it's yeah. huge. It is huge. Yeah. How do you decide what topic or what to focus on, like, or what format to use with what you're doing? Like when ideas come up like this, whether it's... Um, giving fake birth or um, <laughs> or um, Dungeons and Dragons or like any of that. How do you, how do you decide that? Oh, um, <laughs> well, if I have an idea and um, just the, 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 how I relate to the world usually um, creates content um, and then the resources available to make it happen pretty much. Those are, I would say that those are the two things. Um, and with podcasts, I, the thing I like about it is the entry is so low. You know, you can just, you, you can, well, in some cases, um, you, you can get a mic and, and get going if you want to. Um, then you have to learn how to do audio and all that. And that's why we have this room and these mics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this probably makes it a little easier for the startup rather than. Also, I've heard that before. <laughs> also, like who you're trying to appeal to, I've noticed older people are on Facebook. So if it's something that I want to target that group of people, maybe I'll post it on Facebook. And then Instagram, it's also the times on Instagram. Remember when we only had 15 seconds on Instagram? like, Or it was just pictures. Now it's a whole minute. And then you have IGTV. It's 10 minutes. So I've noticed the longer the content on Instagram, the less views only because maybe people are just watching it and not clicking like or something that it may be. But like that's what I kind of gauge. Like how long is this going to take? Can I put this thought and format it within a minute can I hit the punches within a minute or do I need a little bit longer um and Facebook is um a lot more political uh I feel like my Facebook is at least uh, <laughs> that's where you find out who all the Armenian conservatives are um but yeah like that's how I kind of decide and then now TikTok um, to be honest, I'm still trying to, f- I know, oh, we'll I'm not on TikTok, bit. I'm trying to figure it <laughs> yeah, out, me too. I'm trying I'm to like, figure it out a lot, because when TikTok first came out, it was like pedophiles, it was pedophiles going after kids, and I was like, I'm not going to do this, and then now it like changed, Stay yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right? and I don't know how to do, I'm trying to learn TikTok, but apparently like that's really taking mm-hmm. off right now, yeah. and I want to get into it um, as well. It's definitely like I think creating the content always is a tricky road because you're always at the behest of like the audience that you have. So at what point do you start from that passion point where you created a recipe for me? I'm going to talk about recipes, but for me, I would cook things that I was really excited about. And then all of a sudden we took kind of went down a journey where YouTube was kind of going rewarding us for like chocolate recipes over, you know, over chicken recipes or whatever, as simple as that might be. And then you start kind of developing content based on what the audience wants, which is a really like I'm just coming out of that period where we've just been trying to feed an algorithm and an audience. But actually, when you come down to the core of it, it goes back to what we were saying earlier, where it's like you have to create it 
as something that you want to create because eventually that's going to lead to burnout and it's eventually going to like just you will lose the will to live so when you were changing your approach to go more towards what the audience wanted and more of these algorithms that's what was starting to like really totally and we like we have this one uh, viral video which has millions and millions of views and it's a one pan pasta recipe like I do not hope that my my legacy will be based on a one pan pasta recipe there's a lot other there's a lot of other recipes that I, I cook but this one you know it, it's it's like that you know you kind of do you want a viral video or do you want you know something that you're really passionate about and, and I think trying to tread that road very carefully is is you know is what you kind of always are, are up against and trying to land on a viral video is almost impossible oh, it's, completely it's impossible. when you just organically I've done three, three other one pan pastas and they didn't get as <laughs> no. many views at all <laughs> it's a numbers game if exactly eight more one pan pastas there you, you go it. there you yeah. go one of them's got to hit enough muck at the wall and something's got to <laughs> that is so not the best advice <laughs> but not the best but it sounds kind of like if you, if if um correct me if i'm wrong but you're you're saying just if it's your passion you're putting it out and if it's it, it'll eventually hit i would i would say that's where i've come to and my kind of trajectory through it yeah interesting definitely. cool it's what you come back to you know it's what you you know if you want to keep doing it it has to be from that perspective been a lot of people who transition into something successful quote unquote as a throw those up on the radio, <laughs> yeah, quote unquote, um, that they don't, they, they don't like it. And no matter how successful it could be, uh, and it depends on who you are, but yeah. they might, you might not come back to it. Um, you might just go be successful for a little bit and come right back to what makes you sane <laughs> or true. keeps you sane. Yeah. yeah. Are there any platforms that you guys completely avoid? TikTok. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. TikTok and Twitter. <laughs> the tease. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm Facebook. I'm just, I just go on there. I'm like, I don't understand you anymore. It's just <laughs> all people Facebook's a photo album It's all now, people shouting it? at each other. Or, yeah, it's just a photo just, album. It's political, right? Yeah, it's all political. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I don't... like curate your own Facebook bubble where only the, the views you share with other people. You know, you, isn't that the way right, Facebook? That's how Trump got into, and, yeah. into the office. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I don't, I don't I want to engage people. I don't want to, like, just live in a bubble. I don't, yeah. You know. So yeah, yeah. I unfollow everybody on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's your fun with unless Facebook, they're just posting cat pictures. I'm just like, no thanks. How has your approach evolved over the over the years you've been doing this and putting content out on these different platforms? Has has your approach evolved? Mm. Definitely. I mean, mine, mine has for sure. We've, I mean, we started at this kind of like excited level where I was like, oh my God, this is just blowing up. And, you know, we went from, I mean, on YouTube, I started with like 5,000 um, subscribers and it's up at like 850,000 subscribers or something like that. And like in that kind of moment where it grows really quickly and it's that kind of momentum, you're kind of so excited about it that you're just kind of throwing content as much as, as quickly as possible. But slowly but surely, you know, if it starts to peter out or if there's a kind of moment of a lull, you really do kind of look back to like what it is. I, I feel like a broken record here, but you know, <laughs> it, it is going back to what you're actually passionate about. And I feel like right now in my career, it's, it's a big moment of trying to do it. I've been doing a lot of things and I want to kind of fine-tune it to the things that I really want to do um because yeah. so, I just think that's that's you know eventually you're gonna I, I talk about burnout because it's something I've definitely felt 
um, through this process because it's this constant evolution of like you have to come up with something new. You constantly like I, I've written nine cookbooks and you know, we're, we're talking about what the next one will be. And, you know, it still has to come from that place of you being excited about it. Otherwise, it just feels like you're on a treadmill. So I definitely mm -hmm. think the evolution of the content has to be based on what you're excited about personally and not what you think the views are going to be and not what you think is going to sell. You know, obviously, that's not what your publisher wants to hear or, you, you know <laughs> what I mean? But I definitely think there's an aspect of you having to kind of um, find a place that, that it fits for you. And, you know, after that kind of initial kind of excitement of it starting, your your process into a career what do you kind of go from after 10 years of it or what do you do after five years of it so you know I, I definitely think that's a point where you have to look back and decide this is where we want to go forward from here right on yeah um i started doing videos on very stereotypical armenian topics and it got all the armenian followers and viewers and now what i like to do is throw in not so typical scenarios and the character vartush that i do um i use her as a vessel to be an armenian woman a typical traditional armenian old woman but talk about things that are not so traditional and it is um, i love that so much because I can have Armenians agreeing with me while they don't get what's going on. <laughs> and I love it. Um, awesome. So it really helps me like talk about a lot of taboo things in our community because there's a lot of taboo things in our community. And I'm really glad that I could be uh, using my platform to talk about that stuff. And more recently, not more recently, but like the last, because I actually went back and visited my videos from like six years ago, seven years ago. It's a huge difference. It was a lot of like pandering like I was doing like what they want to hear um and now it's more like no you're gonna hear what I want to talk about and um <laughs> so I'm I'm doing that and um pers I've also become a lot more personal on Instagram too like if I'm not feeling too good that day something has happened I'll just turn on the um, camera and I'll go into talking about inspirational stuff or things that I need to hear I talk about it and I feel like that gets uh, people um to come in and view and like or whatever so it's kind of evolved that I'm more open and honest with the people as well wow yeah. that's really cool yeah Oh, sorry. No, please. <laughs> I, I, I have to agree. Like my my uh, journey has been that I would focus on stuff that I should do. You know, I think I should be doing this, um, and then going towards stuff that I I want to do or I feel more authentic about. And um, just to as far as the changing technology, I, I would say the only thing that I've changed is thinking about shorter form content. Um, because I, I think with the with with all the platforms out there, that regularity of po um, getting content out is is has been important. So I'm trying to think of things that I want to do that are short form content. And I think I've been inspired by Sebastian actually um, with his uh, um, improvisa improvisations um, with the with the beats and stuff. With the, the yeah. Uh, so I was like, how can I do that as an actor? And so what I've gotten into is I, I'm a, I can draw. So I was like, I will just I'm gonna use this program to draw myself a little animation. So I'm starting to build some um, cartoons that I've been doing as well. That's awesome. I love cool. cartoons. Hey. <laughs> Actually, there's a program where you can draw just a puppet and it'll mouth its it'll um you you draw a puppet, you set up all the different mouths and then you just record something and it'll animate to what you're saying. So oh, wow. you can awesome. like yeah, you can, yeah, it's Adobe um, character animator and and so you, it's like Okay, I, I can just have this guy and put him in front of any background and just say something, and now I have a new thing wow. um, to put out there. Yeah, my tech 
brain just went like through 50 different <laughs> scenarios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, no, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I can call my contact. I'm, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm, I'm still learning it, but that's, that's, that's what has come to um, me trying to make short form content. I will expand upon that just from the technical side of things, usually being the guy behind the scenes. Uh, it's whatever is relevant. And I, I know you can't, especially if you're running a business, when you're trying to be a place or a brand, um, if TikTok becomes popular, you don't necessarily just dive headfirst into TikTok just because it got popular. But as the tech, I got to figure out how do I put a video on TikTok or how do I create something for it to make it still sound good or still do its job. So from a tech side of things, it's almost the conversation is wide open. What what are you on? What are you putting? What are you plugging in? And how do you how do you make that work? It seems like a constantly evolving conversation. One hundred percent, always. And yeah. and a lot of it is just you know uh, not just my skills, but anybody's skills to to uh, answer those questions of what is it, how does it work, <laughs> and what do I do with it? So there's tech calls I'll take uh, all the time where it's a program I've never even heard of, but for the most part, audio and and the tech hasn't changed so drastically that you have to completely change who you are and what you've done because mm-hmm. uh, I got to go back to school real fast. I'll call you back in another two years. <laughs> it's just right, you can usually find right then and there. In. Google's a pretty nice tool. And, and then I can learn what I need to get that job finished. Typically. Cool. Yes. And do you see like specific platforms like taking off? From an audio perspective, or is there, you know, is there ones that are selling oh, it? Adobe is killing it, and there, it's hard to say with Adobe because they've always been like video software. I mean, Premiere Pro is obviously that, but uh, they're they're so Adobe Audition is their audio software, and Pro Tools was the industry standard for uh, ever, and it kind of still is. It's just there's a lot of choices out there, mm-hmm. but platforms in and of themselves. Um, yeah, we already talked about Facebook, but uh, from the 360 spaces and different things like that, they're uh, buying and making a ton of moves, and Google would be the other one. But mm-hmm. those are obviously meccas that are just, <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. sucking everything into them. Um, but those are kind of the main ones. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's the same exact video, microphone, audio in, start recording. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Don't forget lighting. You got to mm-hmm. have some lighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, thank you so much for coming out, everybody. This was the uh, this was a wild um, studio sixty twenty five <laughs> experience for all of us. Do you guys have any closing words you want to uh, share with with the people? Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> this was awesome. Absolutely. I really like this spot. Thank you, Sebastian. Mm. Seb, thanks Very for having nice us out. All yeah. you cool people. Looking forward to my free podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come in 2020. That'd be great. Well done. Congratulations. It's an amazing space. Yeah, I'm really hungry great. for Italian. Was it Italian or what was that dish? One pound pasta. <laughs> one pound pasta. <laughs> yeah, I'm really ready for some one pound pasta. <laughs> really want some Italian. Also, I feel like you would get a lot more views if you cook naked. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these ideas coming, everybody. This is great. Some great evolution. The evolution of content. (laughs) It's right here. We just found it. Okay, Mary. (laughs) Let's all go have some pizza and some beer. Thank you so much, Sebastian. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you, everybody.